0: Hello to my keen, beautiful, and often observant listeners. For those of you in the year 2100, if you look at the date in which I'm releasing this episode, likely March 28th, 2020, you may find that the United States is in the midst of a national pandemic. Oh, no. Wow, how exciting! You're listening to a guy in the middle of a pandemic. To the listeners of the year 2020, first of all, happy pandemic. <laughs> I apologize for the sporadic release of these recent episodes. Due to some technical difficulties, I've lost much of the audio that I was really relying on to finish this season. However, I will work and I will figure it out and we will discuss some of that next episode. Last thing on the coronavirus pandemic for now, 2020 people, if you enjoy this episode, please share it. Millions of people are bored in their houses and podcasts are a hot commodity. Anyways, you can tell that I'm... Calm, cool, collected, not mad at all. I'd say happy even. I'd say I sound pretty happy. This is the sound of a man who is happy, you know? <sighs> okay, so I'm gonna let the uh, relaxing rhythm of Booty and the Kid lead us right into this episode titled Gamification, Catching Up, and Homeless.
1: on the boujolais by the bay a call to the moon every night is just so simple you like to keep it on the down
2: 2100 two, two, two,
3: Two thousand, hundred. Two thousand one hundred.
1: well I can't tell you at the time
2: can't tell you the time no. yeah I can't tell you about the future. The future. The future. 2
0: 2 In today's episode, I will be talking about gamification. Gamification is a trend in the general marketing and business world aimed at increasing productivity, efficiency, and engagement. So, Geronimo Pancake, what is the definition of gamification?
2: Gamification is the application of elements of game playing, like point scoring competition with others, and unique rules of play into other areas of activity. Gamification is typically used in marketing and sales to encourage engagement with products or services.
0: Sounds harmless, sounds fun even, you know? Making life like a little game where you get points, tokens, follow certain rules, compete and level up could be a really useful way to make life and work less boring, really liven things up, all while being more productive and efficient, you know? So what are some examples of gamification? Well people from 1989 to 1997 might remember this perfect example from childhood.
2: Children who love to read can grow to new heights, expand their knowledge by discovering new worlds, stretch their imagination by reaching for the stars. Book It is a reading incentive program that encourages young people to read. Support your children's participation in their school's Book It program or to find out how to enroll their school write to this address. When your child loves to read, almost anything can happen.
0: Book It was a public-private partnership between Pizza Hut, the Book It program, and the public school system. In my experience, you were given a pin that sticks to your shirt or your backpack, and with every book you read, your teacher gives you a star. You have to like prove that you read the book, even in like first or second grade. But once you had five stars, you can go to Pizza Hut with your family and get a free pizza. Book it kicked ass for many reasons. One, it encouraged children to read. Two, it provided families with a free meal. And three, it gave the student an overwhelming sense of accomplishment. Not only are you holding it down and reading your mother books but you are providing a meal for your family. However, for adults in the 20th and early 21st century, this general idea has gotten completely out of control. In 1973, a man named Charles A. Kundrat wrote a book called The Game Game of of Work. work. It was all about the decline in productivity seen around America. He suggested making work feel more like play, and Forbes Magazine calls him the The father father of gamification. gamification. You can see it on his LinkedIn page. Next thing you know, It's the 1980s, and video games are becoming a mainstream commodity. Gamification grows larger. American Airlines takes Kundrat's concept of gamification and creates the first-ever loyalty program in which you are incentivized to fly with a certain company, then rewarded with points that you can then exchange for shit. Yup, airline miles became in 1981 because of Charles A. Kundrat. Now, every restaurant, hotel, mall and coffee shop has some club that you can join or a loyalty program or a card that you can get punched. And if you get it punched 10 times, you get your 11th motherfucking uh, donkey guava and whey protein shake for free the next time that you come in. Beyond that, Marketing and HR departments all across the country use platforms like Salesforce, LinkedIn Learning, and ADP where you're given points for doing your job because your employer is trying to trick your brain into thinking that work is a game. Further beyond that, Silicon Valley does the same thing in creating online platforms. This is the reason why certain apps ding in certain ways and load new content in certain ways. It's supposed to be like a fun little game to you. This doesn't sound too bad to most people, I'd assume, but in my opinion, it's one of the worst transformations in American life. We have created a world that is not only focus-grooved and nerfed out like a fucking human resources department planned it, but a gamified world where our social interactions can be monetized for social credits and when someone likes my pictures, I get a dopamine hit because Instagram has trained me like a dog. We now live in a completely gamified economy where all Elon Musk has to do is go a booga And then Tesla's stock can either rise or fall based on how market speculators perceive a booga booga. The internet has brought the concept of gamification to life under the notion that it will boost productivity, efficiency, and morale. At your job or in the case of book it, these practices make sense. Gamification is not naturally evil. But the fact that most of my listeners have never heard of gamification and has been a tactic used on them for their entire life is where I see the problem. If the process of gamification is used to make you more efficient and boost productivity at your job, then when marketers are trying to use it to engage with the public that's unaware of what happens, you end up with a culture based on nothing but going after the next coin and advancing to the next level. Marketers are using it to make you a more efficient customer. Social media companies are using these tricks to make you produce more data on their websites. This is not a conspiracy theory. Gamification is taught in college courses across the world and has been used at most jobs I've held, both on the public and internally to employees. Life often feels like a poorly programmed and pointless video game. The good thing about gamification is that it only works sometimes. Humans do not have the mental capacity to focus on or care about everything that enters into their lives. And honestly, so many companies and people are trying to influence you in a given day that you kind of block out 99% of it. Most of us are stuck in the social media game or in some gamified version of exercise like CrossFit or earning safe driving credits from Allstate insurance. It's a sinister cynical little trick to make you feel like everything is a game. The people in power making decisions think that you are a stupid child, that they can trick into reading so that you will get pizza for your family. The American public is treated like stupid little babies. Here's a couple points so you can get a treat and watch a superhero movie. You're such a good little worker, here's a gold star and a certificate for all those windows and siding you sold this month. Here's a special little treat for my big boy who finished his online training program. Gamification is just another way of silently dulling and homogenizing American life. It's another trick of the trade to make you complicit with the status quo. And guess what? Right now the status quo is a nationwide quarantine, an economic collapse, and a pandemic. But at least it all feels like a game. Anyway, as a little experiment, I tried to gamify a podcast interview. I sat down in Rec Philly's WXPN studio to interview an old friend of mine whom I had not seen or spoken to in seven, count it, seven years. The rules of this game go as such. We haven't seen each other in seven years, so we will spend five minutes recapping each year of our life from 2013 to 2020, It's a real fun interview. This week's guest, Nick Pfeiffer, sat behind me in homeroom. We have never hung out outside of school. We have never had a class together except for homeroom. To the adults in 2020 listening, remember homeroom? What a weird little thing that was. There is no adult version of homeroom. Folks in 2100, I am sure schooling has changed by 2100, so I will explain. When I was in high school from 2009 to 2013, before any of your classes would begin in school, you'd have to report to something called homeroom. Homeroom technically began at 7.30 a.m. at my school, meaning that you had to be in school at 7.30 a.m. to avoid being marked late. As a freshman and sophomore, you have no say in when you get to school. You're bound to a bus schedule, and because I went to Catholic school, the bus would get into school at like 7 a.m. because we didn't have priority over the public school. So I'd have nothing to do but sit in homeroom until 7.45 a.m. For 45 minutes, I would have little to nothing to do except chat and fuck around. No iPhones at this time, and I wasn't much of a reader, so I had a hard time occupying myself. Homerooms are split up alphabetically, which is important. My name is Jason Peters, and my guest Nick Pfeiffer sat behind me in a homeroom for three years. It's literally the only reason we know each other. Nick is someone I'm glad to call my friend. Listen to us catch up in a gamified setting. This episode does not only serve to teach about gamification, but to show the weird bond of school friends, and to highlight the teenage years and early 20s of someone alive in the early 21st century. Booty and the Kid, play us in one last time.
3: Birds of a feather, flying together. I could be a leather, hearts are wide open, sand in my vans, glass in your hand, pass it back to your man, I know you understand that I ain't never seen a view like you, the color of your muse is ocean blue, you stand as still as our time does on a dime, your eyes are diamonds, if you were behind my iris. Slimes and papayas, sweet as the life you offer. Sweeten your morning coffee. Yeah. You're not a doctor, but I watched you fix my vision. No incisions, it, it I can't get out. Breathe in what you breathe out. Beginning to see it clear. Come here, we'll feel it out. You say words.
0: I uh, words. Okay. Well, first off, welcome. Hello. This is a very, very. St- is this not. um like uh one of the weirdest circumstances to meet meet hang out with some like see someone yeah because i don't really have anything planned to, I, <laughs> I just want to catch up with you yeah. and i figured why not do it on mic because uh, you don't have the opportunity to uh uh <laughs> not so i haven't seen you in seven years yeah uh so if so i'll explain what the f- going on to any any listener so sitting across from me is um nick Pyfer. uh you sat behind me in homeroom for Several years, all four. No, no, uh, three. Three, I was in student council last year and I left you. I missed a lot of that year. Well, yes, 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 yes. We're gonna talk, we're gonna talk because I wasn't sure about either way. So, um, we were strictly high school like friends in school, yeah. We would, uh, we'd have everyone had that friend, everyone has friends like that in high school, and then they don't catch up, and then a couple of them die, and then, <laughs> yes, yeah, it's so. Uh, I was like, all right, let's, let's catch up. And maybe do an episode called "Catching Up," and it, it'll be uh, me and you recapping the last seven years of our lives in an hour. Uh, um, in less than I'm gonna, we're gonna do an hour every five minutes. An hour every
4: five minutes. No, a
0: uh, a year every five minutes. A year every five minutes. We're gonna start minutes. at 2013. Okay. And we're gonna get to 2020. All right. And we're gonna give every hour, uh, every
4: year, five minutes. That's doable. Yeah, I mean, I don't have much to say. Uh, life, life isn't that eventful. I mean, you even, can condense even, it; just make the highlights. But
0: regardless, uh, keep it vague. H- how are you doing today? What was your day like today?
4: I was pretty good. I took a bath.
0: You take a bath? Well, you. Uh, that, I was, this to be rude of me. You fit in a bath?
4: I uh, fit in a bath. I still. don't.
0: I never. I haven't fit in a bath t- since childhood. I, if I want to take a bath, I have to go to a nice hotel. I'm five foot five. <laughs> That's not bad. I mean, I'm six two.
4: But five foot five is the shit.
0: I mean, you, you, I, the height thing stops mattering at a, at a point. They say that. Oh, if it hurts you, you it matters to you still. Nah, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I wanted to bring up a couple things, uh, before we start doing our year bullshit. Yeah. Um, so you and I were like strictly like school friends. We never had, we never even had class. I don't think I've ever had a class with you.
4: I don't think so either. We never had a single class. I think we just had homeroom. It was just
0: homeroom, and we would, uh, we, uh, the nature of our relationship, we, we'd mostly just goof around, yeah. pout around, uh, get into antics, try to mess with other people. Yeah, It was a pretty, uh, it is a relationship, I remember, extremely favorably. Yeah, it was in, like, who in,
4: could be more obnoxious than the other?
0: Yeah, and uh, it, I was bigger and louder and push people. Yeah. you would have to be more stealthy. I was a
4: little slick with it.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, we, no classes together ever. No. Strictly homeroom. So like our relationship was seeing each other almost every day for like 10
2: minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like, in, yeah. In
0: 10 minute increments. And it, I, it also made me realize that I don't like entirely know you all that well. And, like, And I don't think you know me entirely. No, also. I don't know you at all. Yeah, we don't know much about each but, other. But like,
4: if people ask me about high school, I'm like, oh yeah, I had like this good friend, Jason Peters.
0: Yeah, I was like, uh, Nick Pfeiffer, uh, we used to bull around. He are, we are alphabetically inclined. Um, So talk to me about high school. How do you remember high school?
4: Oh, it was just the worst.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah I, I did not like high school. High either. school was bad. Yeah, well, why was it so bad for you?
4: Um, that's a good question. I don't know. I guess, like, hormones happen and everything, and then, like, I missed a ton of school. It turns out that, uh, I was bipolar. Yeah, and I'm, I was, I'm bipolar. Yeah, so I was finding <laughs> that out while puberty was happening. Yeah, I didn't find out. I was just drunk. And then I also uh, thought I was funny. Uh, so I was like, let me give that a go. Uh,
0: well, uh, what... what, what? <laughs>
4: What do you mean? Well, I thought I was funny, but people didn't agree yet. I think I was working on
0: it. Hold on. Our our engineer is here. No, uh, I'm fine with breaking character. We're not in character, we don't do characters on this show. I'm
4: only myself.
0: (laughs) Actually, I'm Craig from the future. future. (laughs) Is this it? No, that's your laptop.
3: Maybe. Um, So that blinking should be
0: AC. Oh, shit. Ah! I just need to get to the chorus once. Uh, oh,
3: you think uh, uh, uh,
1: okay, so you're a rocket scientist. That don't. Don't
0: impress me you. much. Yeah, we're funny. We're dancing around. Yeah, we're we're having, having a good, a good time. time. This might not translate well in an audio medium, but f- the people of the future. I've been saying that.
4: I oh, I wore a nice coat and everything. I'll, for I'll, the pro- audio I'll probably take only. a picture
0: because I think it'll be. I think people that went to high school will think this is funny. Yeah, I got handsome.
4: I, uh, I, we, you did get handsome. I know, I mean, right? You
0: got handsome. I think I'm better looking. I think I'm better looking than I was. I remember you not as tall. Yeah. Uh. Well, no, I was. I was probably six two. Yeah. I was. I've probably stopped growing. In. We
4: only hung out when we were sitting. So that <laughs> probably.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's true That probably did it That's the weirdness <laughs> it was, It's a very specific relationship It's a homeroom relationship Yeah Okay <laughs> So alright So you hated high school you Yeah I hated were, high school You thought you were funny And you think people It didn't translate
4: I I was still working on it I think uh, Cause I was like 14 to what? 18? So I was still trying to figure well, out Well no one was really yeah, funny Yeah still trying to figure out What's going on A
0: lot of the stuff I did Was either just racist Or evil I yeah Yeah you're not funny as, no. uh, as uh, in high school. No, i I was a like, way worse guy.
4: And I would like try and like you'd watch certain comics and you'd be like, oh, mm. let me that was that oh, that man, killed on that. stage. Let me do that. Why isn't this working in a regular <laughs> social setting? No, I I understand. I uh, had a bad we, we one. Both, we, yeah.
0: both, we me and you both thought we were funny.
4: Yeah, I remember I had a real bad one. I'd uh, somebody said something about like a walk for Alzheimer's and I was like, oh, this would be great. And I was like, that's such an easy get. Because after five minutes, you just turn them around. They think they finished. Yeah, that's Which, a good joke. Which, that's a good joke. Well, uh, it, but not when times, you're your 15. And then, like, the kid that brought times. it up. I didn't listen to why they brought it up. And no, they're I like, understand. well, it's because my grandma. I'm like, uh, this is why people don't like me. No, no, you're yeah, <laughs>
0: and it missed sometimes. No, but I and I don't think I've ever brought this up to you. But I think And i and I only thought about it today. That's why I never brought yeah. it up to you. Because I didn't see it today. <laughs> um... I think that I got along with you because you remind me a lot of my best friend, who does not go. He never. He didn't go to high school with us, right. and I currently live with him. He's like my best friend still. Nice. Uh, but you are very similar to him: uh, short, uh, black hair, uh, funny, in my opinion, uh, with uh, with the um, a, a subtle style of comedy to. Uh, kind of counterbalance my obnoxiousness. Yeah,
4: it's good to be subtle too, because if it doesn't land, you can just pretend like you didn't say anything. <laughs> that, not my specialty, not my <laughs> nah, speci- you... I, I fail big, I fail big and I'm, <laughs> and, I'm and I'm. But when it hits, it. oh, it was great.
0: All right, so we're gonna get on the clock. We're gonna talk about the year 2013. Okay. All right, so, so I haven't seen you since 2013. Talk to me about the year 2013 for you. 2000... That was the year we graduated high school.
4: Okay, so. That was the year you graduated high school. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to you? Uh, Like I said, I was figuring out uh, I was yeah, yeah. being all bipolar. missing. T- I missed 120 days of I senior year school. I do
0: remember you school. missed a, a crazy amount of days. Yeah,
4: it was almost like a running joke of like people. people it was talked like it. was like, it.
0: did they? People, people were like, is he
4: here? What happened? I
0: kind of hoped they did. We did. We talked about you. Sick. We talked about you. I talked about you. I, I cared. It
4: was the most popular I'd been. Yeah,
0: just not there. I
4: turned myself into like a legend. I was yeah. like a ghost.
0: No, I uh, I remember you missing a large chunk of school. Yeah, uh, and during that time, I was uh, being obnoxious.
4: Yeah, because I remember junior year, so that'd be a year back. That's when I checked myself into a hospital, so I missed like. 80 days that year and then senior year I was like I'm feeling great this year I'm doing good and went back to school I was like never mind
0: yeah I'm I'm ha- I'm I didn't deal with any of that because I wasn't emotionally mature enough to even be good at being mentally ill yeah in high school I was it's still, hard it's hard work I was stupid I was too stupid to know I was mentally ill it's a lifestyle. In high school uh, yeah <laughs> I gotta now I gotta have music queued up all the time oh <laughs> uh, this is gonna be a hard episode that's what I was gonna do um no, so it was a bad year, uh, bipolar. Yeah. What else did you get done?
4: Uh, I got my GED. I remember I got my GED like a week before everybody graduated. Oh, shit. And then I ran it. Like, I realized I had nothing to do. So then I started going to school. For what? I started going Wait. back to our high school. I had you had a another year? No, I just went for like the final week, even though I didn't have to. Oh. I basically had a diploma a week early, realized I had nothing to do. So I just started going to school, but I had like a new power because I yeah, was sitting in done. class and the teachers would be like, you can't be sleeping. You got to do this. I'd be like, kick me out.
0: Hey, uh, I, during that time period, I was, uh, I, I was on student council. Yeah. I, would, I would abuse the power. I would take the note, the sheet, and I would sign all my friends out of class. <laughs> I was really a terror. Because I re-
4: I remember, uh, y- like they didn't do birthday shoutouts over the over the morning announcements, but for some reason, like you would give like five kids birthday shows <laughs> like in the middle of the year for no reason i'll
0: do whatever i want yeah it was great i, I would do uh i would do bits i would uh i did a, a pranks I, i've hung up like pictures that said cookie day i remember I cookie that. day made a big mess in the school the cookie day
4: was atrocious
0: <laughs> I, well that only the only reason i did that and i don't i'd like to clear this up this is nice uh the the original joke about the cookie day thing was i uh So I'll just explain what I did to the people of the future and to the people of the present. In high school, I was a monster and I am not sorry because I hated everyone that was there uh, for a decent amount of time. And I was fucking crazy and drunk. Um, You used to have holiday stuff. Like before Christmas, they'd let you do stuff. You'd wear funny sweaters. It was a Catholic school. So the last day of school was a Thursday. So I just, on Monday, I brought in a bunch of papers that said cookie time Thursday. And I hung them up all over the school expecting that people would think that the school was giving them cookies. And then they'd get mad on Thursday when there weren't no cookies. That was the whole plan? That was the joke. Um, But then people started uh, spreading rumors about who was doing this. And uh, they started giving someone else credit. So on the way to school on cookie time Thursday, I just dropped like $70 that I got at my Panera Bread job on cookies. And I dressed like Santa, and I just fucking made a big mess. I gave, oh, yeah. it, gave it to other people to throw, and we threw cookies all over the school. And when I say throw all over the school, I mean, like I'd hand out- chucked
4: them at walls. <laughs> like pieces of cookies
0: everywhere. It was a very, very rude thing to do. But that's what I was doing. While you were in a mental hospital, I was destroying the yeah, school. Yeah, you were throwing
4: cookies at walls. Destro-
0: <laughs> Should have
4: been in a mental
0: hospital. <laughs> almost exactly and i was doing that and i was i was a rapper uh, yeah. yeah i was a rapper You're, every pretty much a mental hospital every
4: white suburban kid's a rapper
0: um no like no no week. i was a i was uh the the one that did it for too long
4: yeah
0: <laughs> still do it. still technically do it still te- it's a six-year gap and then i'm gonna do another one when i'm 30. Um, Anything else for 2013 because our five minutes is about to be up
4: 2013 was I didn't do shit What did you do when uh, people went to college? Did you go to college? I went to Bucks County Community College for two months And realized it wasn't just high school. It was school in general. I hate it So I stopped doing that and then didn't get a
0: job school is fucking terrible.
4: Yeah, it's stressful
0: Um, and now I figured the song that we're gonna do every time uh, the five minutes hits all right we're getting sexy and we're going to 2014. at this point in time nick he's mentally ill i'm mentally ill and we're bowling around at this point in time nick is uh he has just discovered that he hates community college and me i'm going to be stroudsburg we're, I'm gonna do that every single time, and That's we're gonna lovely. recap and take uh, try to try to predict what's going on. So you're uh, at this point in time, 2014. Uh, you yeah. Uh, uh, do you have a girlfriend? Are you dating?
4: No. At any point in time, we're trying. <laughs> no, desperately. no. 2014.
0: 2014. We're not.
4: 2014. To, we're don't. Still t- no. Still no. Trying desperately, not working. Uh, I was I was dating. I had Tinder. I was dating I,
0: homero- someone we were in homeroom with. Oh. Uh, we dated until. For I don't a while. say their name on I'm the I'm not going to say their name, but uh I, say oh, their wait, name. I could after. do I could do this.
4: Oh, she's cute.
0: Yeah, but we we it ended horribly and she hates me. Nice. I don't hate her because now we're old. Yeah. Uh but you know, uh but no, I had a girlfriend that I was treating poorly. Um you know, college, uh not too poorly listeners. Um <laughs> Regular college, not just fighting and bullshit. Yeah. I was miserable. This is when I found out like mental illness, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Drinking. Um, I was drinking a lot. You, you, you missing a lot of junior and senior year. You missed a lot of me being drunk in school. Cool. Yeah. You missed a lot of that. The heel turn. Nice. <laughs> no. Um uh, What were you up to? Uh, 2014.
4: 2014. Uh, that's when I got my first job. Okay. Uh, coming out of school, I didn't do anything for a while. And then my mom's like, you're a bum. You need to get a job. That's what they say. Yeah. So uh, I, apply- I I didn't really search for any. And then somebody said like Chipotle was doing open interviews. So got I, it. I walked in and got the job almost immediately. Got it. And I was like, cool. I guess that's how that works. Sometimes. Yeah. I didn't have to apply or anything. So you started working at Chipotle? Start working at Chipotle as a cashier and then slowly get moved up. They ask me if I want a promotion, and I say no. A. a- and a- then, uh, like a month later, they call me into the office and tell me that my personality is a bad fit after seven months of working, and uh, ask me to quit. The barbacoa hates you. Yeah. Instead of <laughs> instead of saying you're fired, they're like, "We think you should That's leave." That's some
0: passive aggressive 20,
4: 2014 yeah. bullshit. Yeah. I was nineteen. Isn't it crazy how they were acting? I was nineteen. I never had a job, so I was like, "Is this normal?" I guess, all right. I guess I'll quit. Yeah and then uh, took all my money and moved to New York.
0: Hey, look, we got stuff going on. I'm so happy. I started living. Hey, good. Okay, So you moved to New York Um, at this point in time. I'm not too far away. I'm in the Poconos, I'm in East Stroudsburg. Uh, So I was up there drinking a lot. I uh, did well in college, bad in high school, did horrible in high school. I had to go to East Stroudsburg because I didn't get into anywhere else almost. And my parents wouldn't let me go to Bucks because they said I'd fail out if I went to Bucks because I'd never go. Which is correct good for them yeah um uh, yeah I, I was dating i started going to a therapist i got a straight 4.0 uh my first semester in college started a radio show that's how we ended up here i had a radio show on um whip no not whip wess uh and we won an mtvu woody award And it was the first time i was like people are doing stuff and it added a little bit of credibility to my name and i started sports writing yeah and i started covering the flyers um for free uh so i'd have to drive all the way there from east stroudsburg but i hate hockey i don't like it i hate hockey so i that's when i i learned also i want to not be a sports writer because they're useless um there is no almost no job less useful to humanity than being a sports writer Yeah. He dribbled the basketball good. Take it through through 2014. Why'd you move to New York? What did you do in New York? I wanted
4: to be an actor, and I did no work involved in trying to make that happen. I just thought it would just happen. That's kind of what people do. And then started working in a weird kitchen. Uh, The kitchen was in a basement, and I was surrounded by a bunch of Chinese guys, and they made me wash dishes with cold water in the winter. And my hands would freeze up. And then I got another job two doors down from that. And everybody would just feed me weed and drinks the entire night. Who did you live with? Who were you living with? Complete strangers. Uh, Absolutely good. Yeah. And it's 2015
0: we're moving into. At this point in time, <laughs> Nick, he's uh, working with Chinese people. He's living with strangers. What's Jason doing? He's uh, working for free for the, uh, a, a blog that will eventually shut down, uh, doing stuff that he doesn't like. Uh, his radio show sucks. Uh nobody listens to it except for his family and truckers that drive past East Stroudsburg campus. Uh now we're going to go into 2015. All right, so 2015 hits. Um what 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 what, what how do you feel as a person?
4: Uh, uh, uh yeah. I I don't know. I was having a pretty good time. Like I was 20. And it basically, like, my job mm-hmm. felt like a party, which was cool. Yeah. Oh. I was I, learning I... no life skills, really.
0: Yeah. Well, you technically were. You were on your own in a new place. Yeah. Like, that's, so that's that's I was learning how to skills. not
4: die alone in the middle of Brooklyn, which was cool. Yeah. Um, I worked so much that I ended up making a bunch of money, and I saved it up over the summer. But for some reason, I was like, that means I should get a better apartment. So I moved a and blew <laughs> all of my money. I, I, m- I moved to a slightly better part of Brooklyn. And uh, then this girl I worked with, she moved in like two blocks away. Mm -hmm. And that's when I finally hit gold and got a girlfriend. Hey, good stuff. And that was pretty cool. I fell into that pretty hard and uh, lost all of my money. Oh yeah, you bought her stuff because you were in love. I bought everything.
0: Oh, this is a, this is a good mistake. So how old are you? You're 20, 20. 20, 21. If you're 20 years old and you're thinking about spending more than $100 on a Christmas gift, Valentine's Day gift or birthday gift for your don't girlfriend. Do it. Don't do it. You're gonna break up or, don't spend money. or you don't have that money. You don't, it just doesn't exist for you right now and it'll be more important in the future. Yeah, don't That's a very spend good it. thing. In the, in the future, I'm not sure how the economy is. Don't do it. Women like guys that have money, not guys that spend money. It's very that there you go you said before the podcast that you were going to drop gems that's genius. that is very very good like um that, at this point in time it's 2015 uh second year of second year uh, East stroudsburg yeah. i gained a ton of weight okay. a lot of, a lot of weight started playing rugby uh oh. i was slow with bad knees playing rugby <laughs> yeah, I'll do anything. Uh, were you still drunk all the time? Still drunk, definitely. Still drunk all the time. It probably helped a the rugby then. I, it, I was bad. I was bad. My knees are really bad. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm single and trying harder than ever. This uh, is, I'm really trying hard because I think no one will ever love me. Uh, oh, no. That was a part of the depression stuff and the the, the breaking up. Yeah, 2015. It hurt. Um, this is the year I I got I got to be a TA. Uh, like a professor's assistant because of how good I was doing in college Um, for the guy that ran the radio station and is a big media guy and a good professor and uh, I was his TA and he was out because he was away and he did a FaceTime video and he told me to play it for an hour instead I walked in there said you ask can leave and i got fired <laughs> <laughs> this is the kind of decisions i made yeah, uh, do it. but he'll come back later i'll bring him back uh, in in a later year that that professor who fired me right. um because i think he listens to the show rob, professor rob mckenzie he was on La- nope oh wait hold on so i was doing that um gaining a lot of weight really depressed J- previous mention john schmidt yeah. who i was living with relationship ruined okay hated each other uh fucking uh, yell, name calling at each other's necks I decide I'm getting out of uh out of ESU I'm leaving and I'm never coming back I'm gonna transfer to Temple University um and I that's and I moved to the city um with all new people moved into a new house uh and this is when I started taking writing more seriously and uh blah 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 what, what are you doing in New York? What are you and your girlfriend up to?
4: Uh, working at the same
0: place. That always works very good when you work at the same place with your girlfriend.
4: Oh, oh t- you're telling me. <laughs> and then living two blocks from each other. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. All that time I together. could just it up could never like go a genius. Bad. No, I and did then, similar uh, behavior. I think around this point is when I uh, I quit the one job and got full time at the other. Got it. But I was still like two doors down, so I was just still hanging out with everybody. Mm-hmm. And... uh. So I was slowly not... I was not getting as much money in and still spending as much money. I know that. Yeah, just making... I was also... Fis- m-
0: el- the whole story... Yeah. Uh, all the years I'm talking about, fiscally irresponsible. Yeah,
4: making a bunch of mistakes. Mm- doing, tons of mistakes. It, didn't it. save a cent. Dope shit.
0: Not, yeah, doing cool shit. Yeah. Sure, sure.
4: What else are you doing in 2015? we were about to move. Fucking nothing. Just dicking around. Yeah,
0: I was dicking around a lot too yeah. in 2015. <laughs> it was not a very productive Wasting year.
4: Wasting my money, trying to be cool. Yep, that's...
0: So yeah. to end 2015... Yeah. We're both not really doing much. Uh, we're in two completely different places. Uh, Jason has just moved to Philadelphia, North Philly, Temple University, because they slighted him by not letting him come come to Temple, so everything he does is motivated by revenge. Nick, on the other hand, he's just bowling around. He's got a very stable relationship with a girl he works with and lives two blocks away from. And now, it's 2016. Um, 2016. Um, what, what were you up to?
4: All right. 2016, money still dwindling, but I'm ignoring it. Don't, it's not important. That's what you're supposed to do is ignore all your problems. Now, and and then, then, uh, they're listening to two mentally ill people from the past, of course. And then that's slowly getting not better.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, it, it it ebbs and flows. For yeah.
4: Me. Well, that's bipolar.
0: <laughs> that's the whole thing. Okay. But, uh, 2016. So, so you're still good. living in New York?
4: Yeah, still living in New York, uh, working like way too much with no real money coming out of it mm-hmm. and just trying to like figure out what I'm doing.
0: At this point in time, I'm working at a bar. Okay. I got a job at a bar called The Draft Horse, and that's a pivotal life change moment. Uh, because I worked there for three years and it financed my hijinks, uh, like 40 hours a week, uh, working there. Yeah. I was pulling like 70, I think. Mm -hmm. And now, but I was also in school. I was also in school.
4: That counts. Yeah. Well, that doesn't
0: count, but I was drinking a lot and I had other jobs. I was doing weird. I'd work in Camden sometimes. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, is this the year we turned 21? Yes. Okay, so 21 years old now.
4: Yeah, so that's when I started, like, kind of drinking. Oh, yeah, you said you didn't drink much. Well, I didn't get invited to shit in high school, so I didn't really drink a ton. Yeah, that's true. And then, uh, yeah, I turned 21. I was like, let me go hard as shit. And then that was like two months of that before I was like, "This is terrible." You're Too small to be attacking. Uh, a it's like no that. good. Yeah, you don't. You won't. Exist. You go out and try and keep up, and you're like, "These not, four beers, got me so <laughs> Yeah,
0: crazy. No, you're, you're drinking at everyone else's pace. You'll yeah. fall over a couple times, get hurt.
4: So I was figuring that out about myself. Uh, things still felt like they were going really good with this one girl. So that was. Oh, it lasted longer a year than a year. Lasted like a while. Mm-hmm. She'll she'll come up for a good couple of years uh yeah well really?
0: yeah I, similarly in 2016 this is uh where aforementioned uh last girlfriend reappears yeah uh th- 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 you know exes they come and they go and they come and they go yeah oh that's that could be a gross joke too it could be <laughs> yeah it was a gross and sincere joke i'm yeah. sorry everybody um so 2016 um i uh, studied abroad in 2016. I I lived in London for four months. I uh, played on a basketball team over there. I had a different podcast that was way worse and where the mental illness shines through really well. Mm -hmm. Um, Once again, writing more seriously, actually gaining confidence. uh, So before this, I was pretending confidence. I was never confident until like 2016. Like uh, I I started getting like my, I was always a like loud person and kind of like performative but it was from a hollow place of needing people to like me and wanting to impress. And this is the point in time where uh, that gets dropped and I start doing stuff for sheer craziness and enjoying myself. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah, so I was living in London. Yeah, this is a big, big good time for yeah, me. Yeah,
4: you're, you're, you're a, uh, a slight turning doing point. Great.
0: Yeah, I was drinking a lot though. Also doing a lot of drinking. Um, yeah, no, uh, I think I started writing my book. I have a book. I either started writing it and then I don't know
4: life a giant
0: life of a giant. Yes. a So what else you got going on in 2016 in 2016
4: that was still a, in New York. That was, Yeah, still in New York, still in Brooklyn, like on the border of like Bushwick and Williamsburg. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's getting like a little sketchy because mm-hmm. the neighborhood's starting to change.
0: Yeah. Well, when when I first moved into Temple, there was no apartment buildings to the to the to like further north of us. Yeah. Um. And by the time we left, it was all built up. Yeah. But um, it, we we stayed in the same place and we were partying a lot. We'd throw a lot of parties. Working at this bar, I made a bunch of like bar friends and had a bar lifestyle because it was the college bar. Yeah. So you get to fucking do whatever yeah. you want. But I was working till like 3 a.m. every night, yeah. closing the kitchen as a bar back. So I'm like. Yeah.
4: Putting my hands in shit. Yeah, twenty sixteen like, was like a stagnant party-ish type year. Yeah, for me, yes. For yes. For me too. I awesome. Think.
0: That's so we partied our way through twenty sixteen. That's yeah. also uh the for all the fucking future people, that's the president, the Trump thing, that happens. Don't want to harp on it too oh, much. Yeah. That that and Brexit happened while I was in uh no no trump happened while i was in the uk not brexit it my was,
4: the girl i was dating was hispanic and she cried
0: oh everyone cried uh i saw there was a hate crime that happened to my hispanic friend's parents back home wh- while they were voting yeah it was bad and this is where the hate crimes start it's 2016 <laughs> and and, and uh, donald trump's president um nick and jason are both drinking a lot and have, having a lot of fun to be fair Jason's drinking more just quantity wise size wise Uh, and uh, yeah uh, now we're moving into 2017 um, a year in which I'm still at Temple not not a lot of not a lot of change not a lot of
4: change where are you at 2017 2017
0: got exciting so not the good kind oh no oh yeah (laughs) I cheered. so uh
4: my I started subletting my apartment because I couldn't afford it anymore. Understood. And I was staying with the girl I was seeing about two blocks away. That's sad. And then the guy I was subletting got into a knife fight with a guy who was subletting from somebody else in the apartment.
0: In yeah. In the apartment you were. Yeah. Subletting. Are you are you like liable?
4: I don't know. Oh shit! Oh, never mind. Never mind. Bleep. I don't, I'm bleeping all I don't that. Know out. What the-
0: well, I don't know what I thought. I thought the story was going with you were getting no, sued for I'm the knife good. fight. Okay.
4: No. So then nobody wanted to go into the apartment, and like I said, since the neighborhood was changing, the people that lived there before could tell like which stuff was new mm-hmm. and like who was an easy target. Mm-hmm. So they robbed the apartment. So we had to run in and grab all of my shit and get it out and bring it to uh, my girlfriend at the time. Post knife fight. Post knife fight. And then uh I didn't really have money to move or anything so my like my solution was we should move in together. Yeah, well that, that for real. You need yeah. your lease is up soon. Let's move in together. Yes. We've been dating for not even a whole year. Mm-hmm. This is smart. Yes. So we do that cuz mm-hmm. she's like, "Yes, it's a great idea." Yeah, we love each love other. other. Love is
0: love. And we love each yeah, other. She I also was in love in 2017. Um, and when our leases uh ran out, we decided to move other places. We broke up
4: a week after I helped her move in. That's smarter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I should
0: have did that. Yeah, that, but uh, that was how it went.
4: Yeah. So then uh, I decided, like, the relationship was going okay, so I decided to add, like, money and stakes to it to make oh, that, it harder. that money makes
0: everything easier, yeah, I heard. It was heard. great. Adding tons it's like, of money. Having it's <laughs> like having a yeah. kid. An apartment is kind of like
4: having a kid. Yeah. So we moved in together, and uh, her her like best friend and my kind of friend. So mm. it was the three of us sharing a spot. Yes. And uh, we just started hanging out, doing nothing, mm-hmm. and like slowly getting more bitter because we still worked in the angry. same place. I, yeah, it's too much time together. So we, we, we literally talked about saw how each other every single yes. day for all the hours. Mm-hmm. And it was just terrible. And then uh, her and her friend, I guess they thought they lived in like friends. Like, New York da, friends. Da, 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 yeah. Da, 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 so there was always people just, like, on our couch, like, living so no there.
0: told you life was gonna
3: be this way.
4: And, uh, yeah, so they just would always have people rotating on the couch. And they'd be like, yeah, I'm gonna stay for, that, like, two weeks. I was weeks. living It'd like that, like except
0: uh, we, I lived with four men. Um, and we lived close to home, so we kind of operated like a hotel too, because the, everyone who lived in the suburbs would use our house as a place to crash. Yeah. At this point in time, I was really into throwing rocks. We would sit in my backyard, we'd throw rocks. Okay. Just, we'd, we'd, we'd drink, and then we'd put the rocks on tables, and then we'd throw rocks at the glass. Cans. Oh. It would glass. Shatter it, and then uh. Uh, it was doing a lot Seems of like- like good degenerate hobbies. Um, in 2017, I, f- I found a, a television, on the side of the street, and it was a big one, one of those big heavy yeah. back end ones, and I got someone to help me carry it in my house. I put it, I was living in a hallway, and in 2007 I was living in the hallway of the house I used to live in, because after uh, London I couldn't afford to like like uh, like live somewhere, so I was living in my friend's hallway. <laughs> I was so drunk, walking. I was walking down the stairs out of my hallway, and I fell down the stairs through the TV.
4: You're okay, I guess.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm fine. And then we uh, destroyed the TV with a keg and an axe in my yard. So that's the kind of stuff I was doing. Yeah. I was living in a hallway. Eventually, uh, later in that that calendar year, I moved back into the basement of that house. Okay. uh, Got a girlfriend. Uh, Once again, uh, yeah, did that. Um, And then I think I move... In I moved to South Philly uh, at the end of 2017. Okay. No, nope. I'm still at no No. still at Temple. Still at Temple. All right. Um. Yeah. What what else you got going on in 2017? You saw a knife fight. I fell through a TV. Yeah. But that's kind of the vibe for the year. Yeah. My book came out. This is when the book definitely came out. out. I was working at the United States Traffic Network. No, I was working at the United States Traffic Network, which is they it watches the traffic in different cities, and what they do is. Um, The United States Traffic Network is a company that watches the traffic cameras and listens to the police uh, uh, scanners Scanners. in different cities from a place in Malvern, Pennsylvania. I would drive from 2 o'clock in the morning at the bar all the way up to Malvern, Pennsylvania after work to do the morning shift there. So I'd leave at 2 o'clock in the morning from the bar, get there at 4 o'clock a.m. to watch the traffic and listen to police sirens and then tell people on the news. And then after that, I'd go to class in the morning.
4: That's so much worse than a knife fight robbery. <laughs> Dude,
0: it was a really rough time. And I was—I uh, just moved out of the hallway. But then when I moved in the basement, we had a rodent issue. Uh, but I'm—I it's 2018. 2018. Wait, hold on. We'll just say I, Sorry I took a minute to explain what the t- traffic network because I just think it's important. <laughs> so now it's 2018. Nick is witnessed a knife fight. Um, I fell through a, a TV down a flight of stairs. I lived in a hallway. We've become harder, more coarse people. Do you still have a girlfriend at this point? Still have the girlfriend. And you're living with her. Living with her. And it's 2018, baby. You're yeah. living with the girl you love in 2018. Yeah.
4: So she introduced me to weed. Oh, I've been introduced.
0: Oh, with the. I was introduced like 2016. Why? Well, weed becomes an important part of the story in like 2016. Well, I've I've like
4: met weed before, but like I hadn't hung out with them a lot.
0: I I did not smoke until I was in my 20s because I was afraid of getting addicted. Oh, and now I am
4: yeah probably me too I don't know I, I don't have money so that makes it easier to not be I allocate funds <laughs> I reallocate funds yeah, yes. I, I I say
0: I do the self-medicating thing yeah that's I not say good. I say that no it is good it works okay look I look at the studio
4: the rented studio yeah
0: I mean, it's kind <laughs> of rented they we have a deal because I'm talent
4: oh cool yeah
0: it's a weed <laughs> yeah <laughs> alright All right, so 2018 yeah um
4: so well, i've become i become friends with weed i, I think know. i think yeah i think it's a really good like if you're stuck with somebody constantly it's, it's a good really good way yourself, to ignore numb. each other it's, it's, without having to go anywhere it's, it's way easier but then she starts getting mad because i'm smoking all the week
2: <laughs>
4: yeah yeah I, I i i stay up later than her so it's just easier yeah, i mean and then uh and then things start to get like weird. Mm-hmm. Like I start like looking out the window and like not thinking people are real.
0: Oh yeah, the mental illness plus and, yeah, weed. It's, it sometimes and it's is starting
4: right. to like build up cause I was mm-hmm. ignoring it for a while. Oh, okay. And I was like everything's I was fake. always
0: paying attention.
4: Yeah, I didn't pay it, attention. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, so that's when I checked myself into a hospital again. Another one. Another one. Another one. This one was not as <laughs> nice. d dj Kelly. Yeah, the um, ones in the suburbs for kids, are like nice, yeah, they yeah. had a wee. This one uh, didn't. It That's had, how redlining and segregation works. Yeah, no, it had bloods that punched people. Yeah.
0: Fun. Did you get punched by blood this year?
4: Nah, they were cool. I hey. also
0: was uh, befriending some bloods. I worked in a kitchen, met some yeah, bloods. Yeah, they're friendly. We both ran into bloods around 2018. Yeah,
4: sometimes some Crips, too. They're all friendly. Yeah. If,
0: I don't know any Crips. I've
4: never as met As long as you're not, like... I'm not, I'm, I'm not trying I'm, to join, I so they don't care. Race.
0: I don't have a dog in this race. Yeah, you guys do they, what you They want. know. If you guys have a, a, a like a dinner. They um, know I'm a pussy. Yeah. Uh, they uh, no, it, I used to try to impress them. It, oh, and, no. <laughs> but no, but I'm that guy. Uh, yeah. So go on. Uh, it's going bad.
4: Going yeah, it's going bad. bad. I go there. Uh, my job's like pretty cool, so like, my boss comes and visits me in the hospital mm-hmm. and makes sure I'm doing good. That's pretty nice. I get out, uh, chilling for like a couple more months, realize I got no more money. I call my mom. I'm like, I got to get out of this. Mm-hmm. I gotta move back home, and I got I gotta leave this girl. It's yes. all bad. And yep. my mom's like, "Yeah, I called it." I would, un- yeah, I would understand. Oh, um, well, you
0: got four years in. Yeah, but four I was, years. I was like, decent. I was like,
4: "Why didn't you say anything, mom?" Mm-hmm. And she's like, "You figured well, it out the, yourself." Yeah. What the fuck am I gonna do? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, then uh, had to dump a girl. I was gonna wait until the day right before I left. And it, it didn't work out She could tell Something was up yeah. So I ended up Having to break up With a girl And then live with her For like three more days I love that No, It's uncomfortable I, I know a lot of,
0: I know some people That it had to do it For like
4: months I slept fine She was crying a lot I would
0: never I would never do it I would never move in With a girl I wouldn't marry Because Or not marry But like really like. Well you were A couple years but Yeah so who, I was
4: thinking But You're at that age You're wrong You're looking out the window You don't know people are real How are you gonna have a relationship Yeah I didn't know What was going on yeah. So I was like This is great this I'm, is I've got perfect. this all handled yeah, so then, uh, yeah, did the dash got out of there really quick? Yeah, so
0: you're you're home in yeah 2018, moved back
4: home, moved end. to my mom's basement on an air mattress. Yep, living the dream, just okay. chilling, still talking to her a lot because I didn't know how breakups really worked. Yeah, yeah, they're hard.
0: I've been through a few of them. I'm a I'm a OG relationship guy. I've been through several one plus years. Yeah, Uh I know how it works. I'm on I'm only on two. I could I I know if you ever need help, you just gotta just just don't care, just care, just so just. I actually don't take advice from me. I'm terrible. <laughs> I, I I have a dating episode. I had to let all the guests talk this season because I don't know shit. Um, so you're there, 2018. I think I moved to South Philly. Uh, I'm living with friends. Still working a lot at like uh at at bars. Working on uh, the first season of the podcast, but mostly uh, selling radio advertisements for B101. I was okay. doing that. They were underpaying me. I was terrible at it. I fucking sucks. Who so still
4: buys radio advertisements?
0: Good fucking question, Nick. Uh, agencies do, and then all the other salesmen had agency clients, and they're like, Jason, just walk into, like, a Kia dealership and tell them that radio works. And I was like, how? We play pink songs.
1: What is the value? I like pink.
0: I, I was actually thinking, I don't think there's anyone um, less culturally relevant than pink that's been around as long as Pink's
4: pink. Pink's got staying power. Pink's dope.
0: She's got staying powder, but she doesn't like do anything. The party what? don't start till she walks in. <laughs> I was, I was, it's not one of the first ones. All right, so now we're going into 2019. Nick, he's living on, on an air mattress in his mother's basement. Me, um, we're moving into 2019. That was last year. Right? Yeah. Okay. So last year, yes. So I was correct about all of my living situations. We. I moved to South Philly, and uh, what the fuck was I doing? I had a girlfriend that didn't work, got another girlfriend that didn't work, all in 2019. I gained and lost uh, a whole other relationship. Um, on top of that, I got the current job I have, in which I, I also, in 2000. 19. i worked for adp for three weeks okay yeah they hated me and yeah. they, they fired me immediately and paid me severance for three months uh <laughs> nice. because it was easier than dealing with me um um also i didn't even do anything they just hated me for who i was, yeah, uh, was fair. i hated it there too it was horrible i slept at an airbnb where i had to um put the toilet paper in the trash can
4: that's gross
0: yeah it was, it was, it was my knife fight <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, That's my knife. What else did I do? Um, 2019 uh, podcast gets moderate success. Um, yeah, smoking a lot, going, yeah. doing, going to work. I have a nine to five that I don't talk yeah. about on here because That's not going to help me. Um, How's that going to help? It's only going to hurt me. (laughs) I moved to a worse apartment from my last one because it was four people, when it's four people, you can get a big thing with a yard and blah, blah, blah. Now it's just the two of us and a cat, me and my friend Ronnie, and the cat I got. I have a cat now. Nice. Uh, It doesn't have a name. We we call it Unnamed Cat, and then we shortened it to Unc for UNC. That counts. And now it's Uncle Cat. That's a name. So it's a name, Uh, but it's a girl, Uncle Cat.
4: Yeah.
0: Um, So me, Ronnie, and a cat living in a worse apartment. Um, no, and it, life's pretty medium. I'm not, uh, I'm doing a lot. Uh, this right now with you. Yeah. How, how was your 2019? How was your last year?
4: 2019 was active. So Good. that was, uh,
0: did you upgrade to a regular mattress?
4: No. You still so, sleep on an air mattress? No, no, because it's oh. now 2020. Oh, okay. Things are. Oh, that looking happened up, this we, recent? We're jumping the cool, gun. Cool, but you're still on an air mattress so, this whole time. So 2019 was a pretty active year because I went from my mom's basement to an apartment in South Philly with my friend.
0: Awesome. That's, That's when
4: uh, I think I texted you before Yes. we were going to try and hit up open mics. Yes. Fell through several times. Yes,
0: because I'm uh, cripplingly scared of doing stand-up.
4: That's fine. So am I. I did it anyway.
0: I've done it before. It was terrible. It's horrible. I did
4: three of them.
0: Did, did you, are if you are you going to do a fourth?
4: I would like to.
0: I'll do a fourth. I'll do a fourth because uh, I'll do a fourth. I will. My secret, we finally have seen each other. My
4: secret is I don't write material. I just go and bomb and see how that feels and I can get used to that. Um,
0: I think I could, I think I know what I would do. I, think I don't I, know how to write. I have one, I could write.
4: I didn't finish school.
0: That's uh, true. Well, <laughs> school didn't teach me how to write. Being, yeah. Uh, being a shit talker taught me how to write. Yeah, and, that like, taught and, me how to talk. The swamp Based Jesus stuff helped me write. Yeah. I, because I was writing and that, and that translated, but...
4: Um, yeah. So the then, went else? to South Philly. Uh, I brought a futon mattress. Okay. That the futon part was broke, so I just took the mattress off. Good. And I slept on that. Got, still
0: better than uh, an air mattress. Yeah,
4: I still got back problems. Yeah, but that they, both would give you. They fixed. The, wait, is that in, still in 2019? This though? is 2019. Good, good, good. And then uh, about halfway through 2019, my roommate at the time. Where are you working? Uh, I'm working at a place, uh, kitchen, about two blocks from my apartment, which I thought was like pretty sweet. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I love that. I did the same a similar thing. Yeah. In 2019, I, I, there was a place I worked at that I could yeah. walk to in the morning, so I would take off from my nine to five on Wednesdays because I would just get stoned. Yeah, that's I all I did. It music. was a real it, stagnant year, just yeah. like
4: wake up, go to work, come home, get stoned, wake up, go to work, yeah. but all within like three blocks of each other. So oh, I didn't my, do my a lot. New Year's
0: resolution for 2019 was to be
4: that's not productive
0: i i, I was and i was very productive
4: all right well we uh, some people
0: operate differently
4: it's supposed to be something hard to do i mean your uh, resolution
0: yeah well it was, I, don't, and I, I had resolution. It's like
4: Lent. It's not supposed to be something that you...
0: <laughs> Lent. Yeah. Lent is actually funny as hell. Like, for 40 days, because what? Is it because Jesus died?
4: No, because... <laughs> Jesus comes <laughs> he back. He went to Catholic school. No, it's because he went to the desert and fasted for 40 days. That can't be right. That's exactly right. So, no, that, I don't think
0: that's right. We'll, we'll, I'll draw straws. I think You Lent, got to
4: graduate and I didn't. I
0: well, I was. I gave up on that stuff. <laughs> and I, you didn't learn that. Deacon Urmson, uh, he's a lady now. All right. How's the
4: church feel about that?
0: I don't know. They, they, they didn't comment. I, you know how hard <laughs> it is to get a member of the clergy on your podcast. Very. I've been trying to book a clergyman for a while. So in 2019, you're working the kitchen. I'm still working, uh, as a, I'm getting exploited at my nine to five. That won't pay me full time. Give me PTO or healthcare, fuck them. And i scraggling to get by because no one uh, believes in me. Uh, now it's, uh, 2020. All right. Um, we're, so, what day is it in 2020 right now? Oh. I think it's the 15th? Day.
4: The 15th. Um, yeah, 2019. Yeah, we're is 15 odd. days into 2020.
0: What, the big question all the listeners want to know in 2100, 2020, what
4: type of mattress are you sleeping on? A real one.
0: Yes! That's great. Hit Nick's both.
4: got a real mattress. His mommy bought it for him. Ah, uh, well, you,
0: actually, I in the year 2020, um, a girl who I'm having sex with but not dating gave me a mattress because my mattress
4: was so bad. That I a girl I wasn't dating in with only gave me chlamydia.
0: Oh no! I never got year, a mattress. What year did you get chlamydia?
4: That was 2019.
0: Oh, you 2019 over it. was
4: active because I also lived on an island for a bit.
0: Where'd you live on an island?
4: Nantucket. Oh. That th-
0: thought it was a real island. Thing. I was
4: working on it, so I was, like, poor on the rich people island. So that uh, Wait, felt why cool. did you
0: skip Nantucket in 2019? Because we're Fine. only doing
4: five minutes. It's hard. <laughs> yeah, no,
2: it's pretty
0: hard. There's a lot going on. Yeah, I went to Maine. All right, so s- stop. All right, well, yeah. You've got one minute to say anything that you haven't said. I will give you a couple seconds to think about it right now as I do my minute, okay? You don't have to listen. Uh, you you want to listen? I'm going to listen, go. Okay, so at this point in time, I started to... Uh, I, I, over the course of those years, I like got better at like developing empathy and like like like, like learning to listen to people and care about other people. because mm. I grew up in a kind of coarse environment mm. where in which I felt the need to always defend myself and I always felt the need to uh, impress and feel wanted and validated. But I let go of all of that over this this time and it has made me a way better person it has made people more receptive to me it has made everything way easier way less stressful when you fucking give up on what people think about you uh and when i think back to the last time you saw me which was probably 2012 2013 i was a little shit. i was a f- I, I was miserable i was not creative smart intelligent at all but somehow uh i grew up into something that people enjoy or would like to interact with or or not even just that like i'm happy with who i am and that's my minute um and i didn't mean to, i also wanted to say like i went to boston no yeah. not even
4: I, five minutes i ago, went to the now. bahamas once too oh that's nice you get right. your hair braided ready done <laughs> shut up <laughs> shut up nick uh you got your minute starting now all right took a seasonal job in Nantucket. They understaffed us and we ended up working about 90 hours a week, six days a week, and uh, on salary. So I did the math, I made about 6.50 an hour. Oh. Yeah, that was miserable, but they paid for our rent and I got to sleep on a mattress while I was there. Okay. I met a cute chick from England who was born in Bulgaria. Oh. Started like a fun summer thing with her. Cool. Uh, mental illness made me think it was more than that. That'll happen. Yeah, and then uh, got back home. Uh, she flew here and stayed with me in my mom's basement with me for a month. Don't put your mom through hell, man. My mom is a saint. <laughs> yeah, she. I sta- put my mom through. Yeah, she stayed with me for a month. Still no mattress. So she's she was a trooper too. Well,
0: that's it's good. That's I'm good handsome role. now. Yeah, it's I know fine. you are handsome.
4: Yeah, but uh, ten more seconds. And then uh, couldn't deal with it anymore. She broke up with me. I cured the chlamydia. <laughs> <laughs> Not in that order. That came before the, the girlfriend.
0: <laughs> Let's go, go girls.
4: girls. Um. Well, thank you. This has
0: been uh, Catching Up. Me and uh, my friend Nick, who he used to sit behind me in Homeroom, have just recapped the last seven years of our lives uh. for the people of 2100. And the reason I do this is because... Uh, I know that this doesn't have much to do with the year 2100. Uh, That's the cat's out of the bag. There's going to be
4: relationships at that time period. The
0: cat's out of the bag that I don't think it has much to deal with uh, 2100, because I am sick of having to pigeonhole myself. And uh, I think that this is useful. I don't have to point out why it's useful at the end of every episode. I don't have to say what's useful about this. This is a specific type of relationship. I don't know what schools are going to be like in 2100. I don't know how people are going to interact. we went to multiple, you went to multiple mental health clinics. I went to a lot of places. I, ne- I would they couldn't get me in there if they wanted to. I'm oh, a they're f- kind of fun. I'm a fucking bull. Uh, no, I, I, no, I don't go to shit much. Um, but I think it is valuable. I think uh, the fact, not just that, the fact that you were willing to do this. The fact that any two people are,
4: would be, would do this. Oh yeah, I'm unemployed right now. I don't give it. I,
0: <laughs> I need to get out the house. That's 2020. Um, poor mother. No, I understand. But uh, that's enough for this premise. Um, now, do you want to say anything to the people year 2100 before this episode ends?
4: Um, use my story as a cautionary tale and don't get chlamydia and buy a mattress. Buy a mattress. Uh, it is unreasonable
0: if that if, um, anyone for any point in time would um, not live
4: on a mattress. 25. There was like four years without a mattress.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking terrible.
4: You, wait, the whole time in New York? Not a good mattress. Oh, okay. Well, I had this is my
0: first good mattress. New York,
4: I had a mattress, but the bed frame was broken, so it would, if you rolled over at night, it would drop down like a taco.
0: Okay, so this is what my
4: bed situation
0: was like, and this is the most important part of the episode. Um, I originally, so I went from my parents' house, I had a horrible bed, it was a twin bed, I was like six foot tall when I left, and I never moved back, and then went to ESU. Uh, Dorm beds are particularly unpleasant. Uh, Temple University, uh, uh, I had a hand-me-down bed. It was not good. You don't wanna have a hand-me-down bed. Uh, Then I had to move into a hall, oh, back to dorm bedding, London, dorm bedding. Then uh, living in a hallway and a mattress on the ground, twin size, because you can't take off the whole hallway. It's disrespectful, even if you're living in there. And then I got another hand-me-down hallway because I scolded a man because he wronged me um and then he gave me his mattress uh, cuz i shamed him so much uh cuz he wronged me not even that bad i got
4: 100 dollars that way once good yeah.
0: and, and then uh then this girl gave me a mattress which was very nice and yeah. that's and that's the end of the episode guys
3: yo sing this shit are y'all fucking dumb, 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 dumb,
0: dumb. that's good let's go i'm going to take a little picture of you just to confuse the people eternal
2: let's take let's take let's take let's take, let's take.
1: <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Girl, got no my yeah. yeah. Are you serious? I my money is serious. Okay, all my checks I just she my victims, she get Okay, jump on the jet, so I'm it. Okay, pop, but I'm not talking move. Okay, that just like a cigarette. If that to make uh, I'm on some thank to a
0: Thank you to Broody and the Kid for allowing me to use the song Close Your Eyes, which is available on all streaming services. And thank you to Nick. For coming on and being such a great and honest guest, it takes balls to be that honest on something that people are going to hear for years. I love how this episode went because, in the beginning, I talked big shit on gamification. Then I used gamification techniques in an interview and it went amazing. And that helps to contextualize the idea of gamification. Yes, it worked in this setting, sitting down and recording a podcast with a guy I hadn't seen in seven years. But Would I recommend that every conversation goes this way and has rules just like it just because this interview went well? Absolutely not. There is a place in society for gamification. However, much like Darwinism, religious philosophies, and other theories on how to live and function, Gamification is being overused in places it simply doesn't belong. Gamification will remain a focal point of American daily life. We are in the beginning phases of the existence of gamification. However, by 2100, I'd imagine it'll be a much more prominent part of their life because... With technology comes gamification. That's just how it has grown uh, since the advent of the internet. And if you're in 2100 and you have something like a social score that dictates the amount of money you get in universal basic income, that's gamified. Or maybe something like a a score you get that has limits on when you purchase things and your behavior, like a credit type of score. Oh, fuck. We have that. Either way, folks in 2020... With the current pandemic, lockdowns, and quarantines, I can't think of a better time to go out and really hug and kiss a stranger. Maybe go visit an old folks' home and touch all the elderly people or throw a big party because you only pandemic once. Thank you and happy 2100.
1: A call to the moon Every night is just so simple You like to keep it on the down
3: Your muse is ocean blue, you stand as still as our time does on a dime Your eyes are diamonds View you were behind my iris Kiwis, limes, and papayas Sweet as the life you offer, sweeten your morning coffee You're not a doctor, but I watched you fix my vision No incisions, it. I can't get out Breathe in, what you breathe out? Beginning to see it clear, come here, we'll feel it out